0: Expounded Universe Season 22 Episode 1 Lock S Foils in Exposition The Book Star Wars X-Wing Wraith Squadron by Aaron Alston, Chapters 1 and 2 with your hosts Jeff and John Oh let's go <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Expounded Universe. It's been a little break. We've taken some time. We've rediscovered ourselves. Yeah, yeah we've uh, <laughs> we've been out there under the Tuscan sun. Uh-huh. You really must go. Look, so far, I've eaten and I've prayed. Mhm. And now, <laughs> it's time to love. <laughs> they are in that order. That's true. Yep. Yeah. I've chosen instead to live and then laugh. <laughs> and <Why>? together. <laughs> I believe we may have arrived at a similar conclusion. Uh, which is google ron paul and now for an hour of sloppy makeouts on (laughs) Mike, not with each other if that's what you're thinking (laughs) oh no both of us brought practice makeout dummies (laughs) (laughs) which we like to call mirrors (laughs) i was just thinking of them as like those cpr dummies but they're harder to buy <laughs> just because you make less of them every year, and the, you got to prove you need them. You need One a lot of them CPR a dummies, but they got like Wiggle Tongue. <laughs> also, my favorite Lord of the Rings character, Wiggle Tongue. Ah, uh, yes, Wiggle Tongue the Brave. <laughs> I assume that a make-out dummy is just have you ever seen that? Uh, that- have you Lo- ever seen me? Ever That's seen a you? makeout dummy. That's just a dummy thick makeout man. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I was trying. To, I was trying to reference the old Jar Jar lollipop where his oh, mouth yeah. opens and the tongue is coming up. There's your makeout practice. Oof! Try and eat Jar Jar's tongue. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I'm good. What's wrong? He's happy to see you. Ooh! Ouch! Owie! No. He's got- <laughs> Please don't. He's got a weirdly hard tongue. <laughs> Mmm, delicious. Like a cat's tongue. <laughs> so, uh, hey, at least this is Star Wars going off, the uh, the, uh, not talking about the episode. I know. Hey, look, at least we mentioned a Star Wars thing in our Star Wars podcast. <laughs> Instead of what we were doing before the episode, which was Googling all the music and movies that came out in the year of X-Wing Wraith Squadron to see if the year was cool or not. Yeah. And was that- 1998 a cool year? Eh. It had some bangers for music. and uh, Eh, not like, enough. Not enough for you. There were a couple things there. I'm a a sucker for sappy shit. So the fact that my heart will go on is from that year. But that that song and and all of the hilarious punk covers of it that it engendered Uh, are are near and dear to my heart, which will not go on. No, no. It's going to end pretty explosively at some point any minute now. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Save it for the make out. So, uh. Yeah, uh, a banger year for a couple of good movies, but not ones that anyone else would remember. We were like, "Oh fuck, Prince of Egypt and basketball! What a <laughs> <Wow>. year! <laughs> what a banner year for cinema!" Plus, that means the basketball soundtrack, <laughs> <laughs> one of the best albums of the year. <laughs> I think that had two really good Real Big Fish songs on it. Yeah, man. It it's beer. like you got Mezzanine. Yeah. You got the basketball soundtrack. What more do you want? Hello, Nasty. <laughs> hey, that's almost another Star Wars reference because <laughs> that species where all of them are named after Beastie Boys things and one of the main ones is named Hello, Asty. Hey, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, from the new movies. Yeah. Mm. 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 Makes you think. <laughs> About the Beastie Boys. It really makes you think and live and laugh. (laughs) And eat and pray. And (laughs) and eats and shoots and leaves. Uh, Okay, so we're going to be doing Wraith Squadron this time, which is a fun way to take the entire history of all of those Michael Stackpole X-Wing novels that are uh, kind of one of the central pillars of, of what used to be EU Star Wars. Uh, and take the book that was written right after them by someone else. Yeah. Go, <laughs> oh, man, you created a really deep and rich mythology, and now let's have someone else do something else with it. Yeah, I, I think we're just going to keep doing this. We're it's just like, gonna- honestly, Race Squadron is like an expanded universe in the expanded universe. It very much is, yeah. like The whole thing about those Stackpole novels is that they are deeply rich with incident, so much shit happens in them in so little time that it's crazy. And there's so many pillars of them because you have the, the the Rogue Squadron books, which is what I should have said just a second ago. Not, this is Wraith Squadron. Yes. Uh, the Rogue Squadron books. And then you have the ones that are about the TIE fighter pilots. And both of them are effectively the same thing, but from different perspectives. They're like, oh, it's a ragtag squad of... Of interesting misfits or the best of the best of the best, can they learn to work together? Is one of them a horse and another one's an Ewok? You better fucking believe it. They got a Jawa in there. They got another one that's two Jawas dressed mm-hmm. as one big Jawa. It's just, it's just wild. It's just, a, a- yeah. That one's called too Teeny, <laughs> one cup. <laughs> uh, so because why would you need a lot more than one cup? They're Tatooinean. They're so little water. So little water. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. <laughs> no other reason. <laughs> Uh but yeah, I like this idea that we're just gonna keep dancing around the stack pole stack by by doing this and then also having already done I Jedi. Yeah. which is another offshoot of those. Oh yeah. Cause you know, Horn gets mentioned in uh these opening chapters and I mm-hmm. was like, Hey, look at you. I've read a whole adventure about your dumbass. Yeah, we get a couple people we've we've heard about before. Hobby Clivan, uh Wes Jansen Uh, Tycho Selchu. Yep. All these characters have, uh, have previous. Leia Solo? Leia Organa. I don't think she's Solo yet here, but Leia. Oh, she's by herself. Okay. (laughs) 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 Fuck you. Who's her people then? (laughs) They're blown up. (laughs) You see, you got the, who's her, who's your people is the line that leads to the famous. Okay. Then your name is Solo. (laughs) Who's your people? Yeah. God damn it. That fucking movie. Uh, I really wish we had gotten the version of it by Lord Miller where that line would have been lampshaded immediately. Uh, Who are your people? All right, I'll just put down Han Solo. And then you'd have Alden Aaron Riker and be like, that's a dumb way to name people. And he's like, yeah, but you're not allowed to argue with me because I'm behind a big desk. (laughs) I'm the one with the ledger. (laughs) Stamp. So anyway. and your name is Stamp now. <laughs> Terrence Stamp will call you. <laughs> Cuz I'm terrencing you a new one. That's right. I'm drunk with power <laughs> and drunk. <laughs> They're very similar in many respects. <laughs> All right. So uh so this is going to be a book that takes place after uh near the end of Ro- I, don't, I don't remember the order of these books, but near the end of the Rogue Squadron stuff uh Basically, for a little bit of setup and what's going to make up a lot of chapter one, we established that Wedge had recently left Rogue Squadron and it was supposed to look like he had left for like a different reason than he actually did. Well, yeah. So the previous stuff, I think we talked about. This on an expanded, expanded universe at Patreon.com/slash/System Mastery. Oh, you mean at the four dollar level? The four dollar level. level, you mean? Yes. Which not only unlocks ad free content of all of the shows, but also the bonus content for System Mastery and the bonus content for Expanded Universe. Indeed, oh. and I think we talked about the previous story in one of those. But for those who aren't our patrons. Mm-hmm. Turn off. You're not allowed to listen to this. (laughs) But... This is bonus content, too. (laughs) Electric Boogaloo. You wouldn't download a car. (laughs) Would you download an X-Wing? Yeah, obviously. I mean... Dude, that would be amazing. Just make another copy of one. That that ad didn't make any sense. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So, before this, there was a big fight going on where the planet that makes Bacta... Mm A planet by the name of Thyfera. Yeah, They uh were under Isani Sard yeah uh Im- like imperial remnant control yeah i think she i think that's the only pronounced uh ison because a lot of people call her ice something or other Is like they're 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 uh you know they they call her ice queen and and, and junk like that because isani sard is it, it lends itself to that but i don't know as long as she's ever really been in anything that where they'd say her name out loud indeed yeah and i i was thinking oh it's like insane insane <laughs> <laughs> I don't, insane I, bastard <laughs> yeah her name was was a slant rhyme for insane bastard that's that's right <laughs> <laughs> she's got her own posse <laughs> she's the bad guy of so many books yeah but she had taken over back to planet mm-hmm. and this was bad because there was a plague on mm-hmm. so the problem the Kratos virus the uh the republic i guess weren't really able to be like, oh, we'll just go fucking try and take this place over. Yeah. So instead, they had to have plausible deniability about this. Mm-hmm. So Rogue Squadron went actually rogue. Yes. And there's a whole thing in here where he's, well, we'll get to this. But yeah, Rogue Squadron went rogue. They they succeeded, though. Uh, according to this book, I, I saw Isard as dead. Uh, and the planet Thyphara has been liberated from imperial control, and our heroes are returning to Coruscant, which Wedge hates. Yeah, fuck this planet. It's hilarious in retrospect after having, like, watched the solo movie, which finally told us what Corellia is like. Because, by the way, Wedge Antilles in the long proud tradition of assholes from Corellia. Yeah, he's another one. They're all the same fucking guy where they're like, I don't like authority and I don't like other planets. Go Corellians. <laughs> Go birds. <laughs> God, it was, yeah. Corellia, of course, is the Philadelphia. It's, it's not it doesn't come up much, but it's the Philadelphia of space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're the city of brotherly love, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now get out of here. I'll beat your ass. I'll whip batteries at you and break any c- cute robots you got. <laughs> Ah, uh, no, that's not a cheesesteak sandwich. The only real cheesesteak sandwich comes from Phil's. What did you go to Sam's? You're a piece of shit. I don't know what the Philadelphia accent is supposed to be. I don't know. I assume we're just going to immediately do New York. Probably. <laughs> Look, we're West Coast elites. We don't yeah. have time to figure out what your accents are. Liberal West Coast elitists. <laughs> There's no mm. time to figure out what it a Philadelphian sounds like here in my ivory tower. <laughs> I couldn't possibly do your accent around this wad of cilantro I've jammed in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> oh, I've got so many of these clams Rockefeller. Ha ha ha! Mm, my white clam pizza is stopping my Philadelphia accent from coming out. Oh. Time to surf again. <laughs> I need to open more California pizza kitchens and ruin pizza. You know we'd be the fifth largest economy if we split off from the rest of the country. Mm. You know we're about the size of France and also the same uh, GDP. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, toodaloo, we're Californian and this is what we sound like. (laughs) Off to spend the next 11 months bragging about the weather again. Uh, 72 all day again. Oh, what a bore! <laughs> what I long for some climate. <laughs> anyway, I like these characters. <laughs> our, our, our our snooty Californians are great. Way better than the Saturday Night Live Californians. I got they, I'm pretty sure they just are dumb surfer accents, and all they talk about is how to get places by freeways. I've never actually watched one of the sketches. But I'm pretty sure that's the whole gimmick, is they're always like, oh, did you come up? Did-? Like, it's supposed to be a soap opera, but they're, they're, they're always just like, I've arrived. How did you get here? I took La Cienega up to the 405, and the other person's like, well, you should have taken the PCH to the 2, to the 507. To the I don't know LA Freeways. Fuck you. I mean, hey, you got four out of five there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there's a 2. There is a 2. <laughs> Good. Because I know the 1 and the 5. Yep, there <laughs> is a 2, and it, uh... Goes basically an offshoot if you want to go away from LA okay. to some suburbs. Which of course you do. Of course you want to get away from LA. Everyone wants to get away from <laughs> Except LA. Except for me. I hear the guacamole is divine. I couldn't possibly leave LA. <laughs> the culture, the nightlife, please. <laughs> I think I'll go to Grauman's Chinese theater and have my picture taken with a dirty Elmo. <laughs> and then behind the theater i'll get myself a dirty elmo if you know what i mean yeah because if you've ever been in actual hollywood oh my oh, god it is fucked up <laughs> uh. all right so yeah they're flying back the heroes of some big campaign yes, yeah they yeah. have they have one and uh wedge like we said doesn't really care for coruscant because he's like this place could only exist as a place that is like a political center because it produces nothing nothing, and imports everything to survive. It is just there to be a political center. Yeah. He, he straight up calls the entire planet arrogant. He's like, the arrogance of this fucking place. And I'm like, dude, Coruscant is an industrial center too. Get off your fucking horse. Yeah. <laughs> Corellia. Yeah, sorry, Corellia. You have so many goddamn shipyards. <laughs> yeah. I don't know exactly what you think. Corellia has over here, but it is not like waving fields of grain. I'll tell you that. Here's the thing. Corellia is like if Chicago pretended that it didn't have suburbs, which is what it does. (laughs) (laughs) Except that instead of suburbs, it's other whole ass planets where there's aliens that they don't treat quite as nice. So he's like, yeah, this whole planet is a giant city and they have to export, they have to import everything. And it's like, yeah, so do you. It's just that the other things for you are coming from in the solar system. You ever, uh, you ever dominate the cultures of, t- of Talus and Trallus much, you fascist? Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, we get a little bit of his. His uh just grumpiness and having to come home to a place when he'd like to be back in the heartland where he thinks it's better. Uh, also, his X-Wing is painted in a cool color, but don't worry, they'll strip that paint in the first chapter so that the cover art of the book doesn't have to try and do anything but Star Wars X-Wings. Exactly. Because <laughs> back when they uh, defected, they had to officially turn in their resignation mm-hmm. because they need to officially not be working for the government. And they painted their X-Wings, which uh, I believe Tycho bought the X-Wings. So again, it wouldn't be Republic property. Yes, Tycho Selchu owns an entire squadron of X-Wings. And I think another one of them, I think it's Korn Horn, I think, also just owns his own X-Wing. Yes. Yeah. So So it's all just, we had to make everything be as removed from the Republic as possible. Yes. And that also includes their uh their x-wings are painted black with some green and green gold and, squares yeah, like some they're green ready and for gold coloring yeah like they're ready for fucking mardi gras or something yeah like to see those things flying by and flash your tits at them that's what that's the plan i mean the interesting thing is that i was like oh you have like gold painted x-wings but that's not wraith squadron mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll have new wraith squadron back when you're in normal colors like a regular <laughs> dude I bet they'll repaint them again in cool colors that we don't have to put on the cover of the book. Yeah. But they are flying in, and it is the rogue rogues, and the new rogue squadron meets them. Yes. This whole time, even though they have not technically been rogue squadron because they had to disavow all Republic ties, uh, he's just been calling them rogue squadron and thinking of himself as rogue leader, Has Wedge, our main character for the book. Uh, But as he's pulling up, we get Tycho, who's... We get a couple characters mentioned here. One of them is Noara Venn or Ville or something like that, who is the executive officer. He's not first or second in command, but he's like the guy in charge of logistics and quartermastering and so on for the squadron. Yeah. Uh, and he's a Twi'lek. And uh, he's like, hey, uh, I think I see some stuff coming. And that's when we get Tycho, who here is being set up as basically a turbo nerd. Because he's like, uh, correct, sir. Uh, Wedge approaching at X-wing speeds are things of X-wing sizes. I think they might be X-wings. Thanks, my man. <laughs> good job. And then he just gets on the radio. Hey, X-wings, who are you? And he's like, hey, this is Rogue Squadron. Identify yourself. And he's like, oh, sorry, we're Rogue Squadron. I don't know who the fuck you are. It's a good little joke from Hobie or yeah. Hobby or whatever his name is, because he's just like, I say Hobie, of course, because that's such a Californian name. <laughs> Hobie. <laughs> As immortalized on Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> the bay watch as we say you've all been saying it wrong <laughs> no one knows how to say it but a true californian uh, so those of us who are friends of david Hass el hoff <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hope but Hobie's like yeah no we're rogue squadron you're just a rogue squadron yeah you get it huh? i'm making uh-huh. jokes i'm out here doing a tight five <laughs> Uh, and the, he used to be in rogue squadron, but it was the one who got chosen to be left behind to lead the current incarnation of rogue squadron. So they're more or less happy to see each other, but they have to go through the motions because they're on official channels. Yes. So they have a little back and forth about how happy they are to see each other. And then hobby's just like, all right, great. Follow me. We're going to, we're going to be going directly into a base. Like we're supposed to. And Wedge is like, wait, no, I know where we're going, and you're not leading us where we're supposed to be going. God damn it, no, I hate this. Hey, we gotta go do dumb flyby parade shit. Yes, and this is the fucking worst. This is, <laughs> I hated this part. I don't know about you, oh, uh, but but yeah, they get taken to a thing that's called like Imperial Center, or Imperial Square, it's, or something. It's the big Imperial Circle that's essentially the giant flat open plane because normally. The entire planet is just like if skyscrapers were the only things that existed, mm-hmm. but here there's like a big flat plateau. Yeah, so it's the the one like contiguous long plateau that you'll find. But it's it but it's all concrete. It's it's a it's a man made structure. Yeah, so basically it's just like a giant park made of concrete uh, that is so huge that it is affected by the curvature of the planet a little bit, so you can actually see it from any angle other than directly above it, even though it's completely surrounded by skyscrapers. Yeah. So it's basically like the Coruscant equivalent of Central Park. And the only, I think the only actual natural feature you can see on Coruscant, of course, is Mount Menorai and the Menorai Hills mm. near a famous restaurant I've heard. Mm. Yes. I hear the eels there are on fleek. <laughs> They're certainly on my white pizza. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so can I put some broccoli on that? I hate good pizza. <laughs> I got to say, I, this isn't the first time I had to do this, but to go to bat for California pizza as a, not as a kitchen that the restaurant sucks, <laughs> not the California pizza kitchen. No, But the style of California pizza isn't what you th- it, it's not just California pizza kitchen. It's it's just pizza like regular pizza with with uh, coastal fresh ingredients is the only thing. It's just clams and shrimp and sit on pizza. That's all it's supposed to be. It's usually really garlicky uh that that's all it's fine it's fucking fine it's not great don't get me wrong (laughs) it ain't good it's not great because pepperoni and marinara are great (laughs) (laughs) they already figured out great we fucked with it but california pizza doesn't need to be the butt of all the jokes that's why there's shit like i don't know pittsburgh style where they put cold cheese on it when they're done like monsters or altoona valley style where it's like a ring cut out of a bell pepper on a piece of bread with a piece of American cheese melted over that. What the fuck is that? What have you done? <laughs> you monsters. <laughs> We're at least fourth from the bottom because <laughs> I didn't even get into Rhode Island yet. Uh, so yeah, he's like, ah, oh, goddammit, it. I don't want to do this because I know that this is because as soon as the Thifarin mission was a huge success, his Covert Squad went from Covert Squad to Heroes of the Beach. Yeah, so because they succeeded, instead of having the Republic, like if they failed... The Republic would have just been like, yep, these were some rogue agents and mm-hmm. we disavow them and they never did anything under our supervision. But as soon as they succeeded, everyone was like, yep, that was us. We meant to do that. That was all us. It was all us all the time. Yep, a Republic operation that went perfectly and by the book. <laughs> yeah. So all of their, uh, resignations, of course, happened to be misfiled mm-hmm. and no one knows where they are. So they're still Republic agents. Yes. So he doesn't like this. Wedge hates this kind of shit because he doesn't like crowds and he doesn't like pomp and circumstance. And then he immediately is like, well, fuck it. Let's give them as much pomp and circumstance as they can handle. Well, there's another squadron here, and he cannot resist the opportunity to show up another squadron. Yes. That's his thats his life, is, is uh, making other groups of X-Wings look like idiots. So, you know, the second they get there, he's like, all right, my squad, let's get in parade diamond formation. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, Hobie hears this and he's like... Ugh, fine, fuck it. Rogue Squadron parade diamond formation. They're going starboard board, so we'll go port. Uh, we're gonna fly around and then come back in the middle. Everyone, do your Blue Angel bullshit. Yeah, there's a a little entry port where all of them are gonna land. One to the north and one to the south. So mm-hmm. they've each picked one. But then as soon as they do their little diamond formation and come back and they go to land, they just start fucking with each other. Yeah, they keep like swapping. Like a hot Hobie sends one of his little groups of four to land where one of uh. Uh, the, rogues, the original rogues were supposed to land. Yeah, he's just like, all right, you four go under the landing uh, of those four. And he's like, fuck it. All right, those four go over to the landing of those four. And they just keep swapping back and forth until they've entirely swapped landing positions. And then they finally land. And you're like, all right, fine, we get it. But I got to tell you, we've made this sound relatively simple. This is like three pages of the book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the... Intro. Everyone gets to do a flyby, cool jet thing. Mm-hmm. Is just most of chapter one. <laughs> so, so yeah. Eventually, they finally land. We get yet more wedge griping about how he doesn't like dealing with crowds or bureaucracy. Yeah. Oof, boy, I thought I got enough of this shit from uh, Horn. Nope. <laughs> wedge, of course, just hangs out and talks to his buddies while mm-hmm. Leia is giving a speech. Yeah, Leia's there. They got to point out that she's in in her usual. Uh, the, out, the white, the, the white outfit, the big white poofy outfit with the belt. Yeah. And uh, and she's so pretty, you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, I'll, I will at least say that at least he isn't like, wow, Leia, you're so hot. Goodness, you're breasting boobily, but I'm it's married, true. and so I can't. Well, the nice thing about Wedge is that he isn't married. I feel like Wedge might be, I don't remember his late stage, but I don't remember him ever getting married or even being paired romantically with anybody. Oh, sure he was. Oh, he was? Okay. Yeah, he was, he was in one of our books. He had somebody that he was interested in. Okay, that's fine then. I don't know if he ended up with them, but there was someone. Oh, I was kind of hoping that Wedge would be the confirmed bachelor of Star Wars. <laughs> and they were roommates. <laughs> Hey, I would also be okay with him being the ace representation of the, of uh, of the galaxy, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So at the moment, he's not married at all. But yeah, he's he's happy to see Leia. Leia shoots him a look that says, "I am exactly like you, and also hate crowds and pomp and circumstance," which is a lot of reading into some woman's look. I gotta say, Wedge. Oh yeah, he's just like, <laughs> ah, yes. She looked over and shook her head at me while smiling, and that means exactly what I think it means. <laughs> And then he ignores her big speech so that he can uh, talk with his buddies, because he's just like, hey, uh, yeah, so we had a fun time doing our mission. How's Rogue Squadron? I hear you guys are doing great. You had to replace some people. That's cool. A couple people came out. That's great. He's just going through the business of establishing who's a good pilot right now. Who's a good boy? Is all- it you? <laughs> are you a good boy? Well, who among us can truly be said? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, the... The big information we get out of that is while he's been gone, they've established a couple new squadrons. Yes. So he's like, not only did we, you know, completely reform a new rogue squadron, but we also have, I think it's Talon squadron. And there's like an Omega or something between like them. Some sort of something with a C. I forget. Whatever. Yeah, It's the C word squadron. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Yeah, that's what they're called. They're C word. Uh-huh. Get that c word out of here. I'm right here. I'll leave when I'm good and ready. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Uh, but there's a couple of there's more squadrons. The the uh, the military is ever expanding. Effectively, is the conversation they're having. They do mention that the guy in charge of Talon Squadron is another Corellian, which means he's a piece of shit asshole. Yep. They actually are are ribbing into Wedge for this, and Wedge is like, yeah, you know, as a Corellian, I know you're not wrong, but also as a Corellian, I've sworn revenge. As a and fuck you, buddy. I will never forget this. <laughs> you and me, we're gonna come to blows. <laughs> uh, we're gonna exchange words and tire irons. That's what it is. <laughs> Gauntlet and corsair. Corsair mm, was the one I was trying to think. That's of. okay. That's good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's they the have, C word I meant. They have. <laughs> it's not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> they have several new squadrons. That's yeah. the whole thing is the two people that he left behind from the squad got turned into new squad leaders yeah, to train the, up new guys. Yeah. And there's a new guy in charge of this group called uh, Talon Squad. Uh, Min Donos, I think was his name or something like that. Close something to that. Donos. Yeah. Min. I think it's Min. But yeah, he's, he's a nice guy, but he's a Corellian, so he's also an asshole. And, and Wedge is like, hey, so anyway, guys, now that I'm back, I'm going to go start another fucking squadron of (laughs) X-Wings. I I just realized the thing I love is start an X-Wing squadron. So if you'll excuse me, I've got another squad. I'm going to go tell the brass that they're starting another squadron for me, Wedge. And of course, he then misses and someone has to elbow him and be like, Hey, hey, the princess just fucking called you up to stage. He's like, oh shit, I was too busy sucking my own dick. Hold on, let me get on stage (laughs) real quick. He gets up on stage, he's just like, I hate all of you that can't fly (laughs) X-Wings. Hey, everyone here, you annoy me and I hate your praise. Thank you. (laughs) Your boos only strengthen me. (laughs) Why are you booing me? I'm right. (laughs) Uh, But that's the end of that little sub-chapter, effectively. Yeah, we get... Two little sub chapters in here. The first is his return. The second is we check in on Mendonos. Yeah. Uh flying a uh Talon squad. That's all X Wings again. Chasing after a seemingly uh disabled uh TIE interceptor. Yes, the very fast ones, which is important because it's managing to keep pace with them. Normally, they uh the TIE fighters are no match for X-Wings at all. Uh and so uh they're chasing an interceptor along some volcanic planet somewhere. It's got some smoke and sparks coming out the back mm-hmm. and uh it's it looks like it's falling out of out of position, but one thing that seems odd but war- important to the, the squadron is that it has not sent out any kind of help dist- or distress signals. No yeah. no communication channels. There's no beacon. It seems to be going towards it mm-hmm. hasn't sent anything out and also ties very famously do not have hyperdrive yes they can't go uh like planet to planet so the fact that they're just like there is one tie fighter here and no like ship where it would have deployed from is kind of weird yeah and presumably there's somewhere in like warlord zinge territory where where they got to find out where this thing came from i mean we find out later that the official records showed the planet that they were on were supposed to be under Republic control, but that had been hacked in and it was not. Yes, that's correct. So they chase this, this, uh, tie interceptor for a while and then it makes a feint to dive towards a, a couple of active volcanoes with smoke everywhere and lava coming down. And as they get closer to those, uh, Mindonos gets stuck in the plume of smoke from one of the, uh, the, the two volcanoes. And as that's happening, a billion TIE Fighters come out of nowhere and vape almost all of his entire squadron. Well, yeah. I mean, he doesn't get stuck. He goes into the smoke to get out of yeah, the way yeah, of the yeah. TIE Fighters. But there's just a shitload of uh, TIE Fighters. that Yeah. They start chasing after him, and then suddenly he's like, oh, there's like dozens of bogeys ahead. Yeah. And before he can even get out of the smoke cloud, his entire squadron is reduced from 12 ships to two. Yeah. It's just him and number twelve are the only ones left. Yeah, so he orders number twelve to dive towards the planet and try to run away throughout the canyons and so do on. trench run maneuvers yeah, so Omega that mega pattern or whatever. Yeah, because the whole idea of like oh uh, tie fighters way faster. There's a shitload more of them, but once you get down into like matters of maneuverability, that's where we can shine. Yes, plus we have shields and they don't, so we can take a bonk against a scrape against the rocks, but they can't. Yeah, uh, so. Uh, this is a very dangerous order, because Twelve is now being pursued through open air by dozens of TIE Fighters, which all have an open shot on, on her, uh, while he is li- trying to line up and chase them, and he has to get through two waves of TIE Fighters to, or to even get near her. So now he's flying, he's doing a bunch of cool spirals, because he's a rad pilot, and these books are all about describing rad pilots to a rad shit. Uh, blowing up TIE Fighters left and right, and then right as he gets through to the wave that's chasing her, he sees a real problem, that that group also has that interceptor in it, and it's fine oh yeah the smoke and sparks aren't happening anymore that was just horseshit, and it was the ruse the interceptor is just playing with number 12 like she's trying to get away and he can see that the interceptor is just right on her ass and just mimicking all of her piloting moves and not shooting just sort of being like "Ah, i can do what you can do i'm not even trying to murder you i just want to demoralize you before i kill you yes exactly this uh, obviously enrages uh mendonos who who gets a shot and uh, takes it and fires on this Interceptor, and he hits it. Yeah, does manage to at least hit, doesn't take it out. Yeah, he gets a good, solid hit on this thing, but right as he's doing that, it, it he, the uh, Interceptor takes a shot and blows part the uh, shields off of uh, uh, Number 12's ship and causes enough structural damage to it that it starts to fall apart in atmosphere because it's really hot there, and as it's doing that, she tries to punch out fails the the uh the the canopy doesn't open she gooses real bad yep and uh except that it's made of transparent steel and not glass so she just gets squished against the top yeah it's just oh the little rocket underneath my seat goes but i slam into the canopy it doesn't break and then it takes a few seconds for the thrust of the chair to punch it out yeah so at that point she has been goopified yeah and even if she wasn't she then immediately slams into the side of a yeah, cliff. She rockets into a wall and is gone. and Donos at this point, uh, the, the interceptor, excuse me, interceptor at this point just takes off out of the canyon and fucks, a well, fucks along. Yeah, he's like, oh, I took a hit. That's fine. I'm out. I'm done. I got my, I, I accomplished what I needed to. Donos, meanwhile, is being pursued by dozens of TIE fighters. He's like, well, I don't really care if I live or die anymore because I'm fucking mad. I'm Corellian. And this is, you don't do this to a Corellian in his, on his home turf or any other turf. <laughs> All turf is home turf to Corellians. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, well, I can't just stay here and fight till I'm dead because I have to report what happened. I have to do right by the 11 corpses that are back there. I guess also the 11 proto- uh, the Astromech droids that I don't seem to care about in the slightest. No, of course not. Why would you? <laughs> They don't have loved ones waiting for them. (laughs) You don't know. I know. (laughs) No, I know. All 11 of those droids were assholes, famously. Yeah, famously. (laughs) Well, they're all Corellian. (laughs) So, yeah. Each one of them as they died. Come on! Hey! (laughs) Fuck you! I'm astromech in here! (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. Donos manages to eventually trench run until he gets the point where he can... You know, punch out. Yeah, jump to hyperspeed and get the fuck out. And that ends that little subchapter. We jump immediately right back to Wedge, except now he's in the office of one Admiral Akbar. <laughs> Admiral Q. Donius Akbar. I don't think we get his first name in there. If you're looking for it, it's G. I'm not. <laughs> but, but yeah, Admiral Akbar, who is Basically, just like, hey, yeah, very nice to see you. I I didn't schedule this meeting, so I assume it's a trap, huh? You know, ah, you, know, yeah, my, you, you know, remember my catchphrase from everyone. The- I <laughs> said that the one thing I'm famous for. Every, everyone loves it. I'm the fish man who says it's a trap. <laughs> it's the it's all living. He doesn't do that. He's just excited to see <laughs> to see Wedge. <laughs> He's just happy to see Wedge and like, hey, you did you guys did an amazing job. Hey, man, you don't look hungover. Did you not party enough? That's right, yeah. He's going to be like, you don't look like you got fucked up last night. <laughs> hey, what, what, are you not celebrating? Which is a, a strong read from a fish man, to read that shit off a human expression. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is, Wedge is very much like, oh, Akbar, very clearly has studied a shitload of, like, human body language, mm-hmm. human looks, and how to interact with humans. He's very good at commanding human forces because... Normally, a lot of the shit that humans do just aren't stuff that like the mon cows would do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the fact that he's like, oh, I can tell you aren't fucked up. What What was what's wrong? Did you not have fun? So he's like, no, I partied into the wee hours and just like I'm supposed to. But I left the the hard drinking to the younger pilots. Yeah. I just mostly swapped stories and had a good time and celebrated. I'll let <laughs> I'll let the 20 year olds get fucked up. <laughs> I just kept looking out the windows and snooting at your bullshit town. <laughs> kept looking out and be like, can't find a good bagel here. <laughs> Call this shit pizza? <laughs> what? What, you think there's a real hot dog? Bullshit. <laughs> it's not a real hot dog unless it's got a whole fucking salad on it. <laughs> Three <laughs> kinds of peppers. I need so much peppers and pepper. <laughs> and and se- salt. Sesame seed for some reason. Yeah, that celery salt's the weirdest part of the Chicago dog, right? Yeah. yeah. Well... What you, Look, what every part is the weirdest part of the Chicago doc. <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, Akbar sees through all of this. I mean, they have a little bit of chit chat, and finally he's like, "All right, all right, let me let me exercise the privileges of being in charge of things." What the fuck do you want? <laughs> Why have you asked for this meeting? Yeah, and Wedge is like, "All right, so hear me out. I want to make a new squadron of assholes." <laughs> I love this this ragtag bullshit idea he has. But you know, he makes a pretty He's good. He's like, case "Look, for it. I've I've watched a whole lot of sports movies yeah. and if there's one thing I know, the more ragtag the group, the better they will do." Mm-hmm. So I'm looking to get the raggiest taggiest group. <laughs> I want 90% of the New Republic's montage budget <laughs> on my desk. <laughs> look i need to know how many orphans with hearts of gold you've got sitting back there and we got to get it done fast because the championships are in three months now i need you to find me a guy from the streets who's (laughs) tough but harbors a heart of gold i'm thinking an eldon henson type if you got anybody back there that can knuckle puck in an x-wing i need that it's not if not it's okay we'll save that for the sequel <laughs> if you ain't got any keenans in right now we'll hold on i'll take a cowboy kid this ballet doing book sister <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he's like all right let me, let me just lay it out for you you know how i formed the rogue squadron that we got sent on that like ground mission that we just finished because most of the typharin thing was like actually On on the surface, they were acting as, like, commandos. Yeah, when I made my group, I was essentially like, give me pilots, but I pick ones that have actual on-ground experience because I want them to be... You know, dual purpose pilots commandos. you never know when you have to leave the x wing, so when all the all, all other uh, factors are equal, I choose people who have ground experience in some way, yeah, and Akbar's like, yep, it worked beautifully. It was a great idea, you're brilliant. what do you what about it?" And he's like, you want, you what you want another hand job? I've already <laughs> given you five. <laughs> My big fish hands Italian <laughs> i got I got all these crusty fish hands. <laughs> look, Akbar, I love the barnacles. that's what does it for me, <laughs> famously. <laughs> getting old up i'm getting up in years i got barnacles <laughs> ah my barnacles got barnacles i can't be doing this anymore i need an <laughs> man admiral akbar is the is the mean police chief is i never knew my moth was up my ass about this <laughs> you wrecked 20 y-wings <laughs> not but, to mention the both cost <laughs> uh, yeah so but he Goes okay. I need a back acid. (laughs) Hey, uh, hey, back acid. Hey, I get it. Yeah, hey, hey. hey. Let's ring that bell. Put it on the board. Put it on (laughs) the board. But he's like, "All right, I want to do the opposite this time. A bunch of commandos who might have some X-wing piloting training." Yeah, he's like, "I want two things. One, I want them to be commandos first, pilots second, because Mm -hmm. you know, as much as you can have commandos and pilots working together." I'd like it if the guys that were on the ground were able to use what knowledge they glean from doing infiltration to then get into their, uh, ships and do like bombing runs on places they know are sensitive without having to relay that information. Or if they need to exfiltrate super fast, they can just jump into whatever's around. Just any ship, not just, I don't want guys who are only X-wing trained. I want pilots... But commandos first. Yes. And also, I want them to suck. Yeah. Just the worst assholes. I want people that are about to wash out. You get me a list of guys who are on their last break. Yeah. I want people who are just absolute washouts, criminals, shitty motherfuckers, (laughs) people that have insubordination. Get me those. Because he's like, look, I'm trying to get this to you for as cheap as possible. Mm Mm-hmm. And so you're gonna give me the guys you were already gonna get rid of. Plus, I've already made like four X-wing squadrons, and they've, it's gotten easy. So I, I, I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm adding difficulties. <laughs> like I'm adding the bounty to the bounty board and the Hades that is my life. Yeah, <laughs> I've decided. You know what? Fuck it. I'll go as a teacher on the Oregon Trail. Yeah. <laughs> I want all the Tie Fighters we fight to have twenty percent extra health per rank. <laughs> but. Yeah, so he's just like I want a bunch of washouts and scrubs, like just just people squibs. People are almost done. Have you seen Police Academy? Have you seen Stripes? You get what I want, right? You've watched Renaissance Man. I have to assume. <laughs> I have to assume <laughs> famous Republic Hollowvid Renaissance Man. I've watched the Mon Calamari equivalent. It's called Renaissance Quarren. I don't care for it. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Danny DeVito, of course, a Quarren in the uh, yes tiny little squid man. <laughs> 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 Hey, uh, you guys read Hamlet? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway, yeah, uh, I, he wants the lowest of the low because he thinks it'll help him uh, train them into a into a solid unit. Basically, if they're all working together towards a common goal. Plus, it's cheap, as John previously mentioned, because he's like, I can do this whole thing for you for free. And Akbar's like, no, you fucking can't. That's he's du-. like, OK, one, you're going to need a dozen X-Wings. That's not exactly free. And he's like well, you know the dozen X-Wings we just flew in? Technically, the Republic doesn't own those, but we'd be willing to give those as a gift to you if you also give me a dozen X-Wings for this group. And he's like, fuck you. I don't don't get why he doesn't respond to that with, no, just use the ones you own. Yeah, just keep the (laughs) ones you have. (laughs) But the reason that they can't do that is because uh, Wedge wants a new squadron, not the squadron that he doesn't want Tycho on it. Well, yeah, because he's like, oh, the 12 that we brought with us are going to go towards the new Rogue Squadron group yes. made from the people that just came back. Yeah, he's he's mixing squadrons here, and it, they're going to support each other as well. It's an interesting plan, but he's like, yeah, that's a dozen X-Wings fresh off the line. That's not cheap. Plus, I I got to train a bunch of guys. He's like, no, remember, I want, I want your shittiest guys that you already trained. Oh, yeah, because he's like, oh, if we get dudes from the Academy, that's so much money that we have spent training people. That's not free. And he's like... Oh no! I don't want fresh recruits. And he's like, you want veterans? That's even more expensive. He's like, no, no, no! I want shitty assholes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like if Emilio Estevez plays them, I want that guy. Yeah, you've already <laughs> written them off. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> and uh, basically, you get long conversation, and then my favorite part is Akbar goes, mm, "Great idea." No. Which is great. Request denied. It turns out that Akbar's just trying to. Uh huh. It stinks. (laughs) Just trying to get something out of it. He's going to approve this, but he's going to put a bet on it. Akbar's like, look, fine. If you can do this and you can accomplish a goal to my uh, uh, approval. Your group of (laughs) ragtag misfits needs to be good enough that I think it's a good squadron. Yes. And if I think it's a good squadron, then great. You get your new squadron and get to keep them, and you can do whatever you want. You can go back to Rogue, you can stay with them, whatever yeah, it is you want you can make your deal. little commando squad, yeah. I don't care. But, if I don't think it's good enough, and this is 100% arbitrary, and based entirely on what's going up up here in Team Brain Akbar, uh, then you have to take a desk job. Yeah, you gotta take a promotion, become a general, and quit fucking around out in the sky and actually do things. Yeah, and this is the thing where Wedge is like, Wedge is gonna be an x-wing pilot until he dies in that cockpit yeah he has already denied two promotions yeah and he, is like no dude i want to fly he, all he does is fly and train squadrons he wants nothing else so he's like oh that was that's fuck fate worse than death sure fine i accept your terms mostly because i'm not gonna fail and akbar has this why wi- the, the, the wise mon calamari thing he gets to say where he's like Look at you! You're literally planning out the perfect squadron to complement the needs of the New Republic and fix one of our problems, which is washouts and all this shit. For and it does and none of it's got to do with your own little personal pride bubble. You just want to do a cool thing for the Republic. You're already a general. You just have a cockpit to sit in. Yeah, he's like, my man. You're already doing the job. I just want to make it official. Yeah. <laughs> And the reason we're going so deep into this section is because it's gonna repeat. <laughs> yeah, because he just has to have this conversation twice. Yeah. Uh in between them we get a we get a, a bit where he goes on and explains this whole story and what's going to happen to all the guys in his squadrons. Well, yeah, because uh the one of the guys who got left behind and Toby. Uh one of the guys who came with him, Tycho Wes, I think. Oh Wes Wes Jansen, yeah. Uh he's like okay uh you guys are in charge of stuff here you guys trained a bunch of dudes for the new thing i have to now inform you that talent squadron almost to a man got destroyed yeah so first he's got his whole squadron grouping or at least all the exos and so on so like noara and so on are also there and he's like look this is the way the new breakdown's going to go Wes. You're my new second-in-command. Nawara, you're moving back to Rogue Squadron. Hobie, you're in charge of Rogue Squadron. Uh, you get to pick your own XO, but but Wes is your... Or, or someone's your number two. I forget he says... Tycho. Who it Tycho. Tycho's your number two. All right. Everyone is, who I didn't mention just now can leave the room. And then he starts ranting really angrily in German. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, he's like, everyone else can leave, and then he gives them the story of the the Mindenus thing. Yeah, and he's like, all right, and I know you two trained this squad mm-hmm. but I do not want you to feel bad this was a ridiculous ambush they got not just ambushed by the tie fighters but the information that was given to them on their computers was hacked into there so this was an actual like big operation on the empire well empire remnants yeah mm-hmm. front from zinge so don't feel like oh we should have prepared them better this was a fucked up thing mm-hmm. but also we're going to take Donos' statement, turn it into a hollow program, and make it so that everyone else learns from this. Yes, exactly. And he's he also explains to them how the squadrons are going to work. Where he's like, look, the new squadron, which I assume is going to be called Wraith Squadron, although we have not heard a name that no. name come up yet. Uh, they're gonna be like a ground team that's good in the sky, but they're always gonna be working with Rogue Squadron, which is a sky team that's good on the ground. Do you get do you get it? Do you guys yeah. see what my plan? He's like, basically, both of you are gonna be set for your own specialty but if either one of you needs help the other one can support without being a liability exactly so it's great he's got a really good plan in mind but then he's like all right so uh wes i assume he got, i think he gives this job to taiko even though taiko's over in rogue squadron now he's like oh, no it's wes he's like wes here's two hollow pages or whatever fa- hollow faxes or whatever one of them is all of the details of what happened to Mindonos. i want you to work up a simulation because that's literally our first training Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and essentially do the Kobayashi Maru Mm -hmm. with my new recruits of idiots. Yeah, I'm going to be like, all right, everybody who almost washed out, let's do a terrifying ambush. Yeah, also Rogue Squadron's got to do it. See, we're all all doing this. I don't care if we all think it's in a little bit of poor taste to immediately take the the, uh, horrible death of 11 fresh-faced recruits and make a war game out of it. Yeah, and also be like, oh, look, we did way better than your team did. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Like... That feels fucked up to me, is that there is a survivor, and you go, oh, hey, we ran that ambush, you know where everyone but you died? We only lost two people on ours. Fucked up, right? Anyway. uh, Yeah, it'd it'd already be in poor taste if you just found out about it, for example, like if they just left poor Mindonos alone. (laughs) We turned your horrible (laughs) tragedy into a video game we play. Yeah. But they're not gonna leave Mindonos alone. He's the first recruit into the new squadron. Yeah. Because they're like, get him, bring him out. bring him out. Don't tell him. We're all going to the planet Folore. Yep. Uh it's where we're gonna be at our new base. That's gonna be the, the training base of operations for us. But get Mindonos, don't tell him where he's going, and bring him to me. Uh, and then also, here's a in addition to the Mindonos file, here's another file. It's everybody who fucking sucks in the Republic but is awesome. Like they got they got to have big personality problems but be ratted at something at one thing. Yeah. It's all right. Here's your cool commandos that all are, you know, about to be kicked out because of mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're all on thin ice. So you're going to go give all of them the chance to do this. They're I assume, all on super secret probation. <laughs> he's like, "I assume that the the rate of joining up from this list I've given you is going to be near 100. So there's going to be a lot of uh a lot of tryouts basically to be one of the big 12." Well, yeah, because I, I, this is basically Everyone is about to be kicked out, and you get one last chance to not be. And so, all the ones that he's picked are ones who are like, Oh, it's not that they're washing out because they don't want to be here. It's just they fucked up a few, many, too, too yeah. many times. And so, they will cling to an opportunity to stay. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably one or two who are like, No, I've been trying to wash out of the military. I'm just, I just joined to piss off my dad. So, there's probably a couple of those, but they'll get washed out pretty quick and easy. And uh, then we head on over to the actual moon of Folor. Yeah, uh, Folor used to be a place where Wedge has been stationed there before in one of the Rogue Squadron books, but he's meeting a dude he's only barely met before, a guy named General Crespin. Yep, and Crespin is interesting. He was a Imperial defector that came to the Republic Mm -hmm. and also has a personal reason to hate Zinge mm-hmm. in that he was like, oh, I was like a pilot and whatnot, and I was a cool soldier guy. But then after the like full war happened, Zinge came by, bombed the fucking planet I was on, and now I have a fucked up leg and I'm missing an eye. Mm-hmm. And it's just a big robotic eye that I cover up with a reflective eye patch because it's People get weirded out by my big robotic eye. Yeah, and of course Wedge is like, I think you can see through that. I think it has one-way mirror eye patch, and he can see through both eyes. Just oh, I fine assume all the time. obviously. Why yeah. would you get a complex robot replacement and then cover it up with a with an opaque thing anyway? Yeah, no, very clearly he can see through that. thing. Yeah, but he's also got a, a pronounced limp and a bunch of scars because he has been personally bombed by Zinge. Yeah, so he's he's got a a dog in the fight against yeah. Zinge, which is why when. Uh, Wedge is like, oh, my new group to go after Zinj is a bunch of shitty assholes. He's like, no, fuck you. We don't do that. Yeah. So he has to convince this guy too, uh, not just Akbar, but also this guy. You'd think he'd already have the approvals through Akbar. Yeah. But this is essentially a different general who has authority on this moon. And he's like, I may not be able to stop you from doing it, but I can probably stop you from doing it here yeah. because I don't want you to fuck up my base of operations. Yeah, he's in charge of two training squadrons of A-wings, which is probably why there's one of those on the cover of the book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, um, so so yeah, they have a long conversation. They know each other and there's a little respect, but he does not like this idea. He straight up starts the, the conversation with like, this sounds like the dumbest idea I've ever heard and I want no part of it. And then he goes on to list his reasons because he's like, look, Right now, the number one thing the new republic needs to do is flash the colors and look good on camera. I need a bunch of hologenic, I love that word, hologenic, fresh faced recruits looking super handsome and flying past things. I it, need some blonde haired, yeah. blue eyed, yeah. super aryan looking guys yeah. to the all Brascan stand in a line. Corn-fed. <laughs> yeah. And I, was I was love like, that Wedge immediately shoots right through that. He's like, Oh, you mean you want imperial propaganda? Yeah. <laughs> oh, because you were raised on that shit, right? So you think that's the stuff that works? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, no, 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 that's not why I want it. I just think it's good for morale. He's like, yeah, it's good for human morale. The Republic is a lot of non-humans. And if they get the word that, yeah, the only thing the Republic cares about is humans, they're going to go right back to being fuck these guys. Mm -hmm. Well, who's on your squad so far? Uh, Two humans and me, a human. But I'm sure we'll add some colorful aliens for But fun. don't worry, we'll get a couple weirdos in here. <laughs> That's what I call non-humans, yeah, weirdos. We call them weirdos, except to their face. Then I call them, hey, you. <laughs> then I call them, uh, eh, don't touch me. You <laughs> <laughs> gross walking dog. You know, I got a lot in common with Leia. <laughs> I don't know if I established that earlier. <laughs> hey, you pig guy? ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Your name is Pig Guy. <laughs> uh, so sad. And so actually about to happen in this book. <laughs> I don't know that that's true. This, I think this might be the book that it re- introduces Uriel. <laughs> this is the one that introduces Piggy. Oh, Adelson introduces Piggy. That's right. I forgot that's a character. Uh-huh. God damn it. <laughs> no, they are straight up making that character yeah. in this book. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so. But yeah, he basically keeps uh, browbeating him for effectively without thinking about it being kind of racist. Where he's like, I want handsome fellas that make everyone think the Empire's a troop of, st- or the, sorry, the, the-, the- Freudian slip on. <laughs> Obviously, I meant New Republic, New Republic. Uh, a-, a handsome group of fresh faced types. And he's like, you can't do that. Plus, you-, you gotta let me have people who look like they've been through some shit. There's so many Imperial defectors. And a lot of them are gonna be the people making up this squadron. Yeah, he's like, look, you also can't really like the common man cannot relate to a lot of our current poster boys. Like a lot of the guys we have right now are like, ah, millionaire playboy X wing pilot. And you're like, okay, no one cares about that. But if you give me some like down on their luck about to wash out makes good stories, that shit plays. Yeah. Cause there is, there is a couple of that. Obviously Tycho is from a wealthy enough family that he was able to buy a squadron of X wings And also, there's a guy who is in Rogue Squadron by the name of Broar Jace, and he is an heir to one of the two largest companies in the Thyfera Bacta uh, fortunes. Yeah. So he is literally just a dude who's an X-Wing pilot because it's fun. Yeah, and then shit like Corrin Horn, who has ridiculously big-storied, moneyed family shit. He's like, yeah, man, all our big names right now are... Not relatable. Also, they're all human. Wes Jansen, Hobie Clivan. Yeah, I got Nawara on the squad, but no one ever looks at him. Yeah, because, you know, he's just there for, like, executive help. He's not really out there being like, I'm a rad cool pilot guy. He is technically a rad cool X-Wing pilot. He's just I mean, everyone's a rad cool (laughs) pilot. That's bare minimum here. But yeah, he's just like, look, you got to let this happen because it's going to look good. You're, apparently, you're the propaganda minister of the New Republic. I didn't know we had those. And also, I didn't know if we did have them, we'd station them on remote training moons and not on Coruscant. But you, you should have a whole team of interns. Yeah. But here's the thing. This is a good story that people will eat up. If you're worried about what it will do to morale, everyone fucking loves an underdog. So it's a good story that everyone will eat up. By the way, it's top secret. <laughs> By the way, do not tell anyone. Pain and, and death. And, you know, Crespin is like, yeah, good. I don't want any of these people to know where this place is, because if they wash out and fuck up, I don't want them ruining my stuff. I'm near Zinge territory again. And that makes me, understandably, a little nervous. Yes. So I don't want to advertise where we are. Yeah. and That's cool. So he's like, yeah, the people that show up, they don't know where they're going. And if they wash out, they don't know where they're leaving from. mm mm-hmm. like, where this place is does not get out. That is one of my, like, hard rules for you doing your training here. Yeah, so I guess we'll probably just off screen, because it doesn't show up here in the chapter, have a part where he's like, also tell all their astromech droids not to know where they are. Because otherwise, the moment any of them get into any their X-Wings, they'll be like, hey, R2, where am I? <laughs> they'll be like, hey, uh, based on the stars, where am I? You're here. <laughs> You're on the moon, Fulor. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> That's my literal job. <laughs> all I do is this. <laughs> So I I assume we're just going to uh, skip right over that Yeah, that little plot hole. Sure. Well, I mean, the thing is, I assume because he's like, I want to train as commandos first. Yeah. It'll be, oh, we're just doing ground missions and shit. We're not going to worry about X-Wing until I know you aren't washed out. Yeah. So their first training is going to be the ground mission version of that space ambush that just just killed a bunch of people. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We'll have a bunch of guys run out in TIE fighter helmets. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to have we're gonna wings have you, on the side. We're going to have you go out into the woods, and then we're going to have like 50 dudes with paintball guns run after mm-hmm. you. They'll have a, a TIE fighter wing stuck to the sides of their heads. And all of them are going, <laughs> Zoom. Making, that, making that specific TIE fighter noise that's actually kind of cool and scary. Uh, and then there'll be two uh, uh, heftier guys standing near one side, off to the uh, off to the starboard, saying "Volcano, volcano, oh, I'm a volcano." Ash, <laughs> fireball. Ash. They'll throw beanbags at you and say "fireball." <laughs> uh, and yeah, we got a whole group of guys. Just <laughs> one line of them, and then a little bit ways another line of them, and then if you run through it, you can do a trench run. <laughs> imagine red rover <laughs> except you're going through the middle of the two teams mm-hmm. instead of at one <laughs> anyway yeah at the, the end of the chapter is crisp uh, crespin being like great fine whatever but if it fails and it will i'll be there to hand you your goddamn ass <laughs> which no you won't like if it i fails, know you're you a bet. general but <laughs> the thing is if this fails so am i <laughs> so <laughs> fuck you <laughs> that would be true. He'd be like, "Yeah, I guess you'll hand me my ass to a general seat because that's what my lose condition here is." Yeah, because the guy above you does not give a shit what you think. I love the idea that what would happen if that happened. Like if this if this failed and he became a general, he'd be like, "Fine, you win. I'm a general, Akbar. Great." Uh, anyway, I'm. I here's my two weeks' notice. I, I would like to retire with a general's pension. Oh. And then, uh, I think I'll sign up for the reserves as an X-Wing pilot. <laughs> oh, what do you know? Hey! hey. It's me, Private Antilles. He'll <laughs> have to change his name. <laughs> yeah, my name is, uh, Shard. Uh, uh I'm gr- Hoi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I went uh, magic card color groupings. Yeah. And you- <laughs> I went simple, simple machines. machines. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice. Yeah. Uh, My name's Truckle. (laughs) That's right. Cheese uh, cheese portion typings. Woof. Although I gotta say, Truckle, obvious super great Star Wars name. Like, if there's not a dude named Truckle already, what the fuck is this franchise doing? Hey, I'm Truckle Nice Dick. How you doing? (laughs) Folks? (laughs) Uh, I love Star Wars, but only if Truckle Stick is involved. <laughs> I've only just learned about the existence of Truckle Stick, but <laughs> if I found out anything had happened to him, I would kill everyone in this room and then myself. <laughs> All right, well, that's everything. <laughs> Hey, so uh, why don't you come on by and check us out at that aforementioned Patreon.com slash System Mastery, where you can support us at a lot of levels, With the $4 level in particular is relevant to your interest, because that's where we're going to go right now, make our bonus content where we uh, talk about things from the history of Star Wars. That's right. Mm -hmm. We go to Wikipedia, we find some weird nonsense that has happened before, sometimes related, sometimes not, and we convey what... Nonsense has happened in the world of Star Wars to each other, but also to you, Mm -hmm. the listener, and you get all that. You get the bonus content for System Mastery, where we make characters and RPGs, Mm -hmm. and you support the show. More more than anything, it helps us. Yeah, because you get ad-free content, you get bonus content, you get Expanded Universe bonus content. We get $4. $4. <laughs> <laughs> what a deal, right? I mean, we only get one thing. You get three. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So, hey, come on by and support us. We'd appreciate it. Otherwise, just rate and review review on iTunes and Stitcher. Or watch for our live shows, because we're going to be doing a lot of uh, live appearances. We got conventions. We're doing four conventions so far this year. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of quiz shows about role-playing games. Come on down and see us. Uh, if you look at our socials, we're posting about it pretty consistently. The first one's real soon. Yeah. So We're Emerald like, City Comic Con coming up beginning of shockingly March. Shockingly close, yeah. And uh, then we got end of March, we got C2E2, mm-hmm. my astromech droid That's will just, take us there. He will not tell you where it is, though. <laughs> no. Well, I'll be like, where is this? And it will be like, beep boop, could be anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, that man's selling a salad on a bun. I know where I am. <laughs> beep boop i am not at liberty to disclose and then it shakes a full R like snow globe i bought this in a gift shop <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we're also going to be at gen con this year and we'll have a bunch of nonsense going on there yeah live shows uh we'll be doing running a couple of games all the good shit but hey until then thank you so much for listening because i have been elan sleaze bagano and i love almost washing out because i'm an asshole but i've got a heart of gold Thank <laughs>